This is the Dump and Chase podcast. I'm Evan Peterson alongside Jake Aachen. This is what we're going to do. We're going to talk sports. That's it. That's all. We're going to talk sports, give a little comedy spin to it, give you our locked bets and our Dump and Chase. We're going to get the fuck out of here. Here we go. Yeah, that's right. This cut goes out to all y'all that's been missing us for mad years. One love. Gonzalez. He's missed to the left. He's missed to the right. And the Saints are going to win this game. The universe. Then why is this verse coming six times in the house? He missed it again. And we'll end this crazy game in a tie. Human beings screaming vocals. What went into the decision today to let Daniel Carlson go? Did you see the game? Was it was it an easy decision? Yeah, crazy. All this crisis. Hating Satan never knew what nice is. Check the papers. Well, I bet on ice. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the Dump and Chase podcast alongside Evan Peterson. Evie, how we doing? How we feeling? Another epi? Feeling good. Feeling good. I'm what? Really, really liking the direction of this pod. What the f*** happened this last week? Week two of the NFL. Tough, tough week to be a kicker. It It is. If, you're, if your last name is Carlson or Gonzalez, I feel for you this morning. I really do. Uh... I mean, we spent a fifth-round pick and traded up to get Carlson, and you know, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and rip on kickers. It's, it's arguably harder to kick in the NFL nowadays than to play quarterback. It really is. Um, you're only remembered for your biggest misses, unless you're Adam Vinatieri. Unless <laughs> you knock two walk-off Super Bowl kicks, you can do whatever the hell you want. But Jake, we saw 19 misses this week. 19. It almost. It almost broke a record. It was too shy of shattering the AFL-NFL merger record that occurred. God, I don't even know. I think in, somewhere in the 80s. It was. Where did this come from? With, I mean, I, I want to say it all started with Blair Walsh being an absolute meat wagon. He starts missing big-time kicks. It hasn't been an issue, I feel like, beyond the last five years where we're seeing kickers continually miss. Uh, they're in and out of rosters like fucking – fly on shit. Uh, I mean, I just don't know where the heck this is coming from. I feel horrible for Daniel Carlson. Actually, not really. Like, you're going to miss three straight kicks um, in your second game ever on the NFL stage. Yes, maybe the pressure got to him. Zero confidence. But, like, think about his family. Like, hey, like, congrats. We're so proud of you. Right out of college, you got an NFL kicking job. Two weeks later, you're snubbed. I mean, I called this back on the podcast a few weeks ago when they when they waved and, and cut uh, Kai Forbath. I said, "Yo, you called it. It's shit out. It's of that not going to be a good decision. It's not going to play out well for the Vikes. Uh, what does he do in his first game? Final preseason game, misses two kicks, converts on his only kick against the 49ers, and goes 0 for three yesterday against the Packers and kicked himself out of the NFL within two regular season starts. It's you got to feel for the kid. You really do. Uh, a, a, a stud in college at Auburn and a dud in the NFL. Uh, I really feel for the guys. He's out of work this morning. It's it's a tough lifestyle. Being a kicker is hard. I would say absolutely zero sympathy from Mike Zimmer either. Here's a here's a spin zone for you. And I kind of wrote about this on my blog. Shout out to myself. EvanPetersonSportsBlog.com. Give it a click. PD Sports Zone. PD Sports Zone. But here's a little spin zone. If the Clay Matthews sack on Kirk Cousins' interception that 
gets called back because of the flag for roughing the passer, if that flag doesn't get thrown, we're not even talking about Daniel Carlson today. Does Daniel ta- Carlson still have a Daniel job? Daniel Carlson will still have a job. He will have missed one kick. If the referee does their if job. If the referee throws that flag, in, in my opinion, that was a flag. Clay Matthews did not, by any means, drive him into the ground and pick him up and, and drive him through the ground. That's not you, – you see him put his hand down. Whatever. I'm a Vikes fan. I'm happy that it happened. It, it, I would say it was justice for the tie, honestly. But if that flag doesn't get called, Daniel Carlson is still in the NFL. So here's my spin zone. That flag right there saved the Minnesota Vikings season for this not occurring in a playoff game down the stretch. Hmm. Now they signed Dan Bailey. They have a veteran Pro Bowl kicker. We would have had Daniel Carlson heading into the playoffs with no playoff experience, shaking in his motherfucking boots if that flag doesn't get thrown. We, we, we have Carlson for maybe he settles in, maybe he works on shit. Biggest stage, Lambeau Field, division rival. Two more cracks in overtime, and he misses them both. One basically a chip shot, a PAT length. If that flag doesn't get thrown, Daniel Carlson <laughs> is on the 53-man roster That's this morning. That's tough to swallow. That's extremely tough to swallow. I, I mean, I got to say, yes, that was not a penalty, but that's a that's a very strong argument. He's uh, probably running through his head. He's probably got every single scenario running through his head. Like, as, a, as a kicker? Do you want more kicks, or do you want to kind of lay low and maybe have a kick in a game? I mean, at that point, he's got to redeem himself. But like he said, he's like, I had zero confidence. Uh, I'm going to come back and practice this week, work on it, and I'll, I'll figure it out and be better next week. Uh, Daniel, uh, Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> waiting for the alarm to go off, man. It's it's a dream. Saw it's this, all a dream. We saw this for the Guayu in Tampa. Uh, it's been a year now, and he's still waiting for that phone call. Uh, Daniel, I don't think you're going to get it. I'm waiting for the alarm to go off. But I will say that it is the second worst kicking performance I've seen in my lifetime. I'm going to throw this one back. I'm going to throw this one back to 2003. AFC divisional divisional game. Steelers versus Jets. Ben Roethlisberger's rookie season. New York Jets had four field goals missed by Mr. Doug Bryant. Four field goals missed, and they lost in overtime. <laughs> Two of them missed in overtime. I mean, it's it's unexcusable as a kicker. The, like a head coach shouldn't even have to worry about special teams, let alone your kicker. You have one job. You spend hours of practice. It's not like you're going through any sort of reads or schemes and Got to pick up blockers here, and you know you have one job: snap, hold, make the kick. Yeah, get in, get out. You, I, I mean, you spend hours upon hours in a week. I, th- I kind of have it. It's inexcusable. I have a theory here of of kind of what's going on, and I think social media has a huge factor in, in kicking nowadays. You see, you miss one, and everybody's not blind to the media. Everyone's going on Twitter, reading the press, whatever. You miss one. All right, now you're kind of under fire. You miss another one. Now it's like, what the fuck? How are these guys not making these field goals? They suck, this, that, and the other. Social media is literally changing the game of, of football. It's it's made – it's probably torn the Pittsburgh Steelers in fucking half. Uh, yeah, and I mean, look at Blair Walsh. When he missed those for the Vikings, he's getting death threats and hate mail and all this stuff on social media that he's just like, dude, I would have to shut down my every account I own. 
bro, he got, he was on the Seahawks and had a chance to and win. had the same. He had a chance to win from fifty nine. Okay, and he came up a couple yards short. Fifty nine. Okay, a lot of kickers can't even have that range. Dude was getting death threats from fifty nine. Janikowski made a fifty five yarder with. 15 yards of spare last night, so I don't know. Why. And the guy's the heaviest set kicker in the league. Janikowski so. also eats kickers for breakfast. True, very true. Um, I, I one more thing I want to talk about as far as kickers. Like, I don't disagree with Zimmer's decision to let him go, but imagine being Carlson and coming back to US Bank Stadium next Sunday against Buffalo. I mean, your first try at a field goal are like very good chance he gets booed. I mean, I don't. How would the fans handle that? See, do you think they welcome him back? Like, there's no way it could have been a good situation. You got to deal with the press, and I think it just would have been a worse situation for him. See, I'm gonna kind of disagree with you to an extent, but any other fan base, maybe, but it's Minnesota nice. These guys are way too nice. We were, we were, we lost to Philly, and Philly was back here for the Super Bowl, and and fans were like, "Hey, like, we'll get you next time. Like, congrats on the win. Like, fuck that. Fuck Philadelphia. It's bullshit." He would have been. He would have been, been. He would have been welcomed back. They wouldn't have booed him. But we we're playing the Bills. So do you think he would have even had to make a kick? All he would have had to do was make go, PATs. You go one for six, and you would have been fine because we're still. All he would have been doing was be 30. kicking PATs. We'd have a different. Yeah. We'd have a different mindset going forward. All right, I agree. But let's just let's let's kind of jump back into week two of the NFL um, fantasy football wise. Um, we got a few things to cover, but week two, what'd you see? All right. I just kind of want to start off and say how wrong I was about the Arizona Cardinals. I picked them as my NFC dark horse and I picked them as my second wildcard team. I thought they had, you know, a decent enough defense. Chandler Jones led the NFL in sacks last year. Patrick Peterson, premier defender, defensive back. Uh, they're getting David Johnson back from injury. Yeah, we got Larry Fitzgerald, one of the biggest security blankets still in the league, best hands. Uh, I thought Sam Bradford was going to be decent. Uh, leads me to believe that Minnesota just has a good enough system for any quarterback. And then Josh Rosen. I, it's time to put in Rosen, but I'm hitting the panic button on my dark horse. This is pathetic. They look like the second worst team in the NFL behind the Buffalo Bills. They had one snap on the opponent's 50-yard line and in yesterday like that yeah it's it's not good i mean six total points this to start the season shout out last week against la it's is, is it, it panic mode in phoenix i i think it's the blaine gabbard effect you know he he guided them to an eight and eight record last year okay gets dished this offseason picked up by the titans what did the titans do last night they won they beat the houston texans at home and Blake Gabbert, first start this year, 1-0, okay? Was I wrong to think that maybe Gabbert wasn't the key to success in Arizona, but he actually was, and it wasn't David Johnson? Blaine Gabbert's the most valuable player to the Arizona Cardinals. So you, I mean, preseason pick, you pick Arizona as your wild card. You, you're expecting Bradford to come out, be lights out, DJ coming back, be his normal self. Um, you got some weapons at receiver, veteran Larry Fitzgerald, but what, I mean, what, Where's their offense been? Their offense has actually been what's been hurting them. And I think it's it starts with Sam Bradford. Okay? This dude, not only does he wear the fucking alien helmet looking thing, because he's <sighs> had the biggest helmet banged the on the turf NFL. a thousand times. Dude won a Heisman. Okay? I, I think he's a bigger bust than Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's played more games, but Jamarcus Russell didn't have, you know, 
give him a chance. Damn I mean, it. Like, he's got they got the pesky Bears next week. Is it time to throw Rosen in there against a young quarterback, Trubisky? I, like, I know they're not. They're gonna, not going to. They're not going to do it until there's a big mistake. I mean, at what point do you go? Okay, Rosen, you're getting the nod. Is it zero and five? I mean, I get that. There, I know it's week two and you can't sell house here, but there's a benefit to learning and watching. But when your team is getting the fucking breaks taken off, no them, offense. There's no offense, and you're sitting there, and you're the number ten pick in the draft. You you want to get out there. You're itching to get out there. New coach Steve Wilkes is fucking zero and two. It's the theme of the new coaching in the NFL. Is you get a loss, you get a loss, you get a fucking loss. It's a joke. But let's 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 move away from the Cardinals right now because they got their own problems. But spin zone here should Blaine Gabbert be the new the new starter for the Tennessee Titans? And is it time for the Titans to to throw move in the on. towel on Marcus Mariota? Move on for Mariota. You got a win under your belt. He looked great. I mean, looked average. I'm not going to say great. Yeah, the guy had absolute control over the offense against Houston. Uh, led him to a 20-17 to nail-biter victory. 13 for 20. Uh, 117 yards and a touchdown. Zero picks. 69% completion rating. Love it. 97.3% um, passer rating. The guy is just the complete package. And you, you get a couple... You know, you, you lose Delaney Walker. You got Rashard Matthews. You got another rookie wideout who's supposed to be good. Um, couple tailbacks that can, you know, split time. I think once this guy gets more minutes, uh, this could be a good deal down in Nashville. And I think uh, Gabbert's – I think it's time to move on with Mariota. Yes, he won the Heisman, um, an Oregon product and, and, a, and a firecracker offense out there. But, I mean, what do you think about these this Titans team? All I have to say is Mariota is – a Pretty pretty average NFL quarterback. Um, you know he's he's kind of undersized for the style of football that he plays, and he's 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 healthy then he's hurt. He's healthy then he's hurt. I mean, you look at week one, nine of 16, 103 yards, two picks, thirty six point two rating, uh, average yards per attempt point eight one. Like, is that really who you want as your quarterback? Mm -hmm. Okay, and we're talking a, a former first rounder here, um, and I think it's time you know, after a few years that you, you, you got to move away from it. I think Blaine Gabbard is the future. I think he's, he's turning into an elite starter in the NFL. And it's just, you look at the division, you have unbelievable talent at quarterback within that division. You have Blake Bortles, stud, Deshaun Watson, half a leg, Ryan Tannehill, stud. And now you have Blaine Gabbard. Is that, is, do you think that's the best quarterbacking division in the league? I don't think I don't know a better I don't know a better division with better quarterbacks. No, it's not. Uh, if you throw Gabbard in that mix, it puts them over the hump. There's, you can't tell me that it's it's a better quarterbacking division than Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, Cam Newton, and Fitz Magic. You can't tell me that. Who does Tennessee got next week? Because this is his job to lose. Um, I'm guessing he's going to get the start again next week against a tough Jacksonville defense, but that's going to be the test. If, it, yeah. if he can come out and, you know, pick apart that tough, tough Jacksonville defense, then I'd say he's got the job won. All right. I, I mean, I agree with that. Um, I, I, I just recently touched on the, the NFC South, but how about Fitz Magic? Part two. Dude, dude took down the Super Bowl champion Eagles at home. What first can't play this guy do? First play of the game. Are you expecting a, uh, a Fitz Magic to Deshaun Jackson 75-yard yeah. bomb? Oh, boy. Like, that That made me a little wet. 
That that was unbelievable. Was it Conor McGregor or was it Fitzmagic 2.0 in the presser too with Deshaun Jackson's whole getup on? Uh, I mean, this guy's playing with swagger. He's got the off-field swagger. His confidence is through the roof. This Tampa Bay offense is what we expected it to be last year after the hard knock corner I had with Jameis Winston, but it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. It is Ryan Fitzpatrick, 818 yards, eight passing touchdowns, one with his feet, nine total touchdowns. Fearless leader. One interception. He's controlling the offense. Deshaun Jackson loves him, says you got to keep the hot hand. Mike Evans obviously loves him, touchdown back-to-back games. Their running game is nowhere to be found, but Fitzmagic is doing it with his feet as well. Uh, For a team that I predicted to finish last in the NFC South, they're sitting atop the division after two weeks. And I know, Jake, I know it's only two weeks. I get mm-hmm. that. But Fitz Magic is in the air. And I'm loving every second of it. And they go to Pittsburgh next week on Monday night, bright lights, and in into the Steel City that is literally in melting. Shambles. Steel City oh is a melting. God, Antonio Brown, what are you doing tweeting for a trade? Don't let social media get involved and don't let the emotions get the best of you. I get it. Le'Veon Bell was filmed this morning on his fucking jet ski in Miami. <laughs> yes, okay, you want a piece of that, but clean up your act. We're not going to dump and chase on you, but AB, man, what your, is, your team is needing you right now and he's not an over first overall wide receiver right now in this league at all. What would you say what would you say is a worse look? James Conner's hairstyle or AB replying on social media? AB I mean AB 125%. That is Top 10 biggest loser moves. Have you seen James Conner's haircut? It's not good. He's got like a half cul-de-sac going on. <laughs> it's not pretty, but he is a cancer survivor. So we got to we gotta give him that. Maybe he had some regrowth issues. Who knows? Who knows? I'm leaving it at that. I mean, I guess we can touch on the hairstyles in the NFL and just in general, people going for this different look. OBJ with the Q-tip-esque peroxide yeah. look. Don't love it, but he's given himself an identity outside his game. Um, fuck Ninja was on SportsCenter tonight. He was. You know, with his blue hair. I don't know what people are doing with their hairstyles, but we're just going to oh, leave it at that. Oh, I got one. Worst hairstyle. James Conner or Takashi 6 9 Oh, my God. I mean. That fucking rainbow head. Does he have face tats, too? What's he's up got, with he's the got, face tats He has 69 days? tatted on his body over 69 times because he's a fucking loser lunatics he's got one good song fifi with Nicki minaj but Nicki makes it Nicki makes the song it nikki's hand feeding this guy i don't know it, it's the social media you got to get noticed whatever it's 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 a shame but let's touch on this this pittsburgh steeler meltdown is tj watt now better than jj watt man it sure looks like it jj watt non-factor so far this year Houston 0-2 to start the season. Um, TJ Watt, though, man, this guy this guy is third in the league in sacks behind Von Miller, DeForest Buckner, and then himself, TJ Watt. I mean, this guy is putting the Watt family back on the map because is it time JJ hangs it up for good? I mean, ever since Hard Knocks. I was not a J.J. Watt fan, and he made me even less of a J.J. Watt fan. Yeah, the guy works his bag off in the weight room, but he gets hurt way too much. He's fragile. He's all about he's himself. Very fragile. He's all about himself. Uh, 
and the Texans are 0 and 2. Is it time to hit the panic button if you're if you're uh, O'Brien and, and the Houston Texans right now? I don't know, but that was I mean, you picked the Cardinals, I had Houston in my playoff picture as well and that is making me very nervous. No running game. Uh it's basically Deshaun to D-Hop. And, and a I'm deep, not a deep toss to Will Fuller, but besides Will Fuller v, let's but, not forget this. But, but the fifth, big. the fifth. But besides that, I think it's time you hit the panic button. Not only have Blaine Gabbert taken over the reins in Tennessee, you got Blake Bortles in Jacksonville, two and zero. You got Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck is back. Mm-hmm. First win since 2016. Shouts out, beat the Browns to it. He's back. Uh, they should be two and zero if it wasn't for O'Doyle. Dropping that fucking pass. I dropped him, picked up Ebron. That's a huge pickup. I'm done with Jack O'Doyle. I I hate that guy. That guy can so much confidence and small one. Um, but yeah, it's it's amazing. How about the video game stats that Patrick Mahomes is putting up? This guy. I mean, if you guys get a minute, I'm telling you, get over to PD Sports Zone. He, He talked about it this week in his blog. Evan Mahomes is putting up video game statistics right now. We all saw the projected season stats. He's on pace to do 80-plus touchdown passes, zero interceptions, thousands upon thousands of yards. Like, this guy. Like, we're talking thousands and like, thousands and thousands, on thousands and thousands. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, I kind of summed it up. It's, it's 2005, September. Madden 2005 just came out. You're on career mode. You and your buddy make, make creative players. You design your own stadium. You make a fantasy draft. Bulk up your guys. You only throw to your. You only throw one's quarterback, one's receiver. You only throw to your guy. That's that is now the 2018 Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, or Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. That is. Let's just fast forward. I mean, this Kansas City offense behind Patrick Mahomes is ridiculous, man. I, I don't see him I slowing down either. I like, didn't this see is this coming. Stupid. I didn't see this coming. I don't know if a lot of people did. You picked them as your final wild card team. Like credit to you. But nobody saw this coming. Uh, and there's the benefit to sitting and, and learning behind Alex Smith for a full year. But damn, this dude is something else. Uh, but how about But how about this, Jake? John Gruden, once again, saying that they couldn't get to the quarterback. They blew a lead against Denver, lost on a walk-off. And you put Cleo Mack's stats next to the, the entire Oakland Raider defense. I saw that. Okay, he's got two sacks in two in two games. Cleo Mack two sacks. Raiders two sacks. Cleo Mack fumble recovery. One interception. Raiders zero interceptions. Cleo Mack one fumble recovery. Raiders one fumble recovery. Cleo Mack one, one touchdown. Defensive touchdown. Oakland Raiders zero, zero touchdowns. So if you're telling me you don't want to pay the best defensive player in the league. Is is John Gruden stuck in the 2001 John Gruden's taking time zone? a major L on this one. Major. I mean, I'm all for the signing. You got to do something, especially when you're headed to Vegas. But my God, man. That's a that's tough. That is that's tough. so bad. And Oakland hasn't looked great. I love Jared Cook. That guy's coming out of nowhere. But let's... Uh, Let's kind of touch on some fantasy trades we've been seeing. Um, yes. Maybe some who would you rather have. Um, I'll start it off with a trade that's in our league right now. What it is, the first team is offering Mixon, Joe Mixon, Antonio Brown, and Alshon Jeffrey for Melvin Gordon, Allen Robinson, and Julian Edelman. 
Now, Evan, what side is the winner? What side is the loser? Is it pretty fair? Uh, kind of okay. play the who would you rather game I don't, here? I mean, I, I'd have to look at, at the rosters of both teams. But, I mean, if you're getting Joe Mixon, Antonio Brown, and Alshon Jeffrey, you're getting a starting running back. Yes, I get that he's out two weeks. But you're getting a starting PPR league? PPR league. You're getting a starting running back that not only catches out of the backfield, but can score touchdowns and get a ton of yards. You have a top two receiver in the game today, Antonio Brown. And you have a number one wideout for a pretty spread offense type Philadelphia Eagles team in Alshon Jeffrey. So once he comes back from injury, which could be this week, could be next, uh, depending on you know who your other wideouts are, I like that. And I get the other side of it, Melvin Gordon, you're getting a, a really good RB1. But then, see, this is where I don't – Melvin Gordon is nice, but it, it's not enough to compensate for Allen Robinson and Julian Edelman. I don't mm. like Mitch Trubisky at all. I think he's a work in progress, and I don't think he's going to last in Chicago. Uh, he got very lucky with, with their defense and how they were playing and to win yesterday. Uh, but – Allen Robinson with Trubisky, I don't trust that. And then Julian Edelman, yeah, we know what he's done in the past, but he's we haven't seen anything. We haven't seen him play a football game in ooh a season because he tore it last. It's been about fourteen months since mm-hmm. we've seen him play. Uh, who knows how he's going to come off? And they just that. signed Josh Gordon. Who if he's yes, sober? Exactly. So take that into effect. So I think the true winner here is Joe Mixon, Antonio Brown, Alshon Jeffrey. I mean, That's I would Drew, I would Drew not. Drew Wackers team. If Drew's listening, I don't uh, want. I do not want Allen Robinson. I do not want Julian Edelman. And yeah, I take Melvin Gordon, but the other two do not outweigh the the top three to make the trade a successful one in my eyes. Hmm. Who, who, what is your take? I mean, on? that's that's I'm I'm in the same boat. I think Wacker's getting an absolute steal from Will Lundquist on this one. Couple uh, hometown buddies. I mean, Antonio Brown, yes, his antics off the field and this whole social media game. Alshon Jeffrey, I think he's just a, a year long bench player, maybe a flex with injuries if you need him. And then Joe Mixon, he's having some shit or cartilage or something removed from his knee, maybe a week to two weeks. Yeah. So he'll be back healthy. Um, Wacker also has Gio Bernard on his bench, so he's got the handcuff there. I think okay. he's walking away with the steal on this one. And who's the other player? Clues? No, Will Unquist. No. Oh, Will, if you're listening, buddy, wake the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, on draft day, Lundquist is a guy who goes 77, 77, $200. Oh, you're talking draft. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tough, so, tough. I mean, I'd love to be in a league with Will. His, uh, his depth is not there, and I think he's kind of. Screwing himself on this one. I think it's funny. I haven't talked to Will in, God, probably six years, and he still won't give me back my fucking Xbox controller. So, Will, if you're listening, I want my Xbox controller back from high school. And, dude, wake up, bro. I don't know if you've been on that good kush or what, but you're getting absolutely <laughs> robbed in this trade. Uh, but, yeah, let's touch, on the jo- uh, let's touch on the Josh Gordon trade. Do you think he will be a success in New England? And how do you see him working out with the Patriots offense? I, I love that. Um, I think Bill Belichick has a plan with him. Um, honestly, I think it's a fresh start for Gordon. He needed to get the hell out of Cleveland. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that just means separating himself from maybe some friends in town or um, whoever he's hanging out with in Cleveland. Obviously, he's going to be removed from that picture. He's going out to Boston. And I think it's a, a change of scenery for him. He's going into an offense headed by Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, two guys who have absolutely proven at the highest level that there will be success. And it's a Patriots team that's lacking a not only a deep ball receiver, but 
kind of some star power at the position. And I think this is going to fit him really well. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to say. I actually, if he's sober though, sorry, if he's sober, if he can figure out his drug alcohol issues, okay. this is this is a win for the Patriots. This is where I was going to touch in and, and you know, I'm, I'm all for getting help with the substance abuse. I feel for that. I do, but I don't see this working out. I mean, you see mm. a guy who has, you know, a hall of fame potential. He had 1,600 yards in 14 games in 2013. He's no doubt an unbelievable talent, but there's a reason the Browns are giving up on him off of after so many chances upon chances upon chances. He was late to meetings. You know, apparently he got hurt in a promotional. His hamstring's not there. Whatever the case may be, GM Dorsey just decided, you know, to fuck with this guy. We've we've beat around the bush with him for so long. It's just been too, too, too much. And honestly, we've seen a couple of fails going to New England. Ocho Cinco, uh, Hainsworth, I mean, Kenny Britt, whatever. Not necessarily. Kenny Britt's obviously not in the ballpark of Josh Gordon, but I don't see this panning out one bit. I think he's got a huge, huge upside, but I think his downside outweighs the upside. And I, I don't see it working out. And if, you know, he's late one time, you know, the the, the New England way, you're fucking done. Mm-hmm. And Josh Gordon, I don't think it's going to work out. I really hope it does, and I hope he can turn things around. But, but yeah, I, I'm I'm not okay. Yeah, we'll 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 see how that one plays out. Uh, the next question is another: Would you rather? Let's talk about Lions quarterback Matt Stafford versus Andy Dalton for the Bengals. Um, two turds to start the year here, Evan. Who would you rather have quarterbacking your offense? Oh, okay, that's a good one. We have we have Matt Stafford who got one of the single-handedly single-handedly got one of the best receivers in the game megatron single-handedly made him retire uh and then we have andy dalton who has yet to win a playoff game and has had the same coach for his entire career it's it's blows my mind how marvin lewis has not been fired yet but those two franchises literally are the similar styled teams they have Two quarterbacks that Stafford will throw for a bajillion yards, but his numbers are so inflated, and, and he has a, a career low, below 500 winning percentage. Dalton hovers around 500 and has yet to win a playoff game. Neither quarterbacks won a playoff game. To answer your question, I wouldn't want any of them on my team, but if I had to pick one, I'd take Dalton just because he's been with the same coach, and they've actually made the playoffs a few more times than the Lions. So. Mm-hmm. Shit, I guess if I had, if you if you gave me a quarterback that wasn't you know Blaine Gabbard, I guess I would go with Andy Dalton. You're gonna go with Dalton. All right, I'll take the latter and and uh, Matt Stafford. Uh, I think he's just had a terrible terrible start to his year. We all know he got a big contract um, a year or two back. He's got the weapons around him to be good. Uh, Matt Patricia hasn't. I hate that pick or that pickup by Detroit. Um, so if, if all these pieces can kind of come together, I, I'd take Matt Stafford just because he is given the opportunity to throw 30-plus times in a game. Okay. Um, we all know Detroit's running game is in a rebuilding stage, and he's got to lean heavily on his passing game. Yes, he's been ass these first two weeks, but um, he's also an 0-2 guy in the playoffs, lost to the Cowboys, lost to the Saints, so... Um, don't fact check me there, but I'm going to go Stafford over Dalton on this one. Um, 
partially because I have him on one of my rosters. He was probably my last pickup, but um, I'm hoping the guy turns his shit around. I like Dalton, too, just because he looks like a Dragon Ball Z character. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z, Irish Mafia, Gang Lord, whatever it may be. He's he's the Red Rocket. Uh, carpets match the drapes. So, yep. you know, you got to ride that. You, you have to. Ride you have that. to. Um, I'll, let's just do one more. Would you rather before we move on? This one's a little different route here. Uh, would you rather have Marvin Lewis, head coach of the Bengals, or Matt Patricia, head coach of the Detroit Lions? Oh, boy. Another one here where you're comparing just two dog shit head coaches. I mean, granted, the one guy's been in for one year. So you got Matt Patricia, uh, Tiger Woods-like backwards hat style, pencil in the ear, grizzled beer versus Marvin Lewis who can fuck just about everything up consistently year after year and still retain a job. Honestly, I I, I have to stick with the lines and say Patricia just because he's got the, a Super Bowl ring under his belt. He's got, a couple. got a couple. Um, he's won before. He's, he's, he's led an offense, granted, behind Brady to a Super Bowl championship. Um, I just... I think Marvin Lewis hasn't done a single thing in his career that says, hey, pick me, pick me, pick me. Like, this guy is on the absolute hot seat. Yeah, I could totally see where you're going with that. Um, to me, it's basically like comparing uh, dog shit to cow shit. It's You're getting a piece of shit with both of them. <laughs> um, I like Marvin Lewis a little bit more, and that's why I'm going to lean towards him, just because he's been to the playoffs more. Granted, he's been a head coach longer, small sample size for Patricia. But for if you're going to rock the backwards hat and have a bushy-ass beard like that, you're not even going to look the part of a head coach. You're going to actually still look like a defensive coordinator, a hard-nosed defensive coordinator, who's given up 48 points and 30 points. So what is that? I'm not a numbers guy here, but that looks like you're averaging giving up about 39 points a game. I think that's right. I'm not a fucking numbers guy. Everybody knows that. You're averaging giving up 39 points a game. You're a defensive-minded head coach who was brought in there to basically give the Lions some type of defense, and you're giving up 39 points a game. And then at home, everybody thought the, the Baltimore Ravens and Flacco were back. They're not. Uh, beat them. So you're 2-0. Like I said, comparing dog shit to cow shit. Neither has but a playoff. You're, you're backing a guy who has six winning seasons of the 15 he's been in Cincinnati. He had a three-year stretch where the Bengals were hot. I mean, he can't have any consistency. He's had time to get his guys in the program, and they have fucking sucked consistently forever. Oh, oh okay. So you are backing a guy who let Nick Foles throw for – 400 yards. I'm backing a guy who's had two on that head defense, coaching starts. On that defense. He he was the defense in New England. He was the defensive coordinator. Not only did he get his fucking doors blown off him by Nick Foles, who was the truth, who is not the truth anymore. But who he had a nice one touch to the back of the end zone last week. So made top 10 sports center. Check it out. But anyway, keep and going. And they got the loss. No big deal. Whatever. No big deal. You, you know, you play for the playoffs. But. Marvin Lewis 2-0. Matt Patricia 0-2. Might get fired by the time September ends. Who knows? Uh, but I think he's got to go forwards hat. He's got to clean up the beard. And Does he go cut off sweatshirt? Ooh. Does he <laughs> Bill? <laughs> I, he's got to do something. He's got to get some sort of scandal underneath his belt. He's got he's to cut he's the gotta sleeves off. He needs something to... 
wake this Lions team up. Let's go, Patricia. I'm backing you hard yeah. here. Don't let me down. All right. Anyways, enough of the NFL. Let's just quickly touch on the on the college football scene. Alabama, Tua Tagovailoa, just lighting up the the college football world. 67 unanswered points last week. Whatever. Jalen Hurts. Hurts. <laughs> is this dude redshirting? Is he going to redshirt? And is he deciding to redshirt just so he can win one more ring instead of and transferring off. in the offseason? Like, why would you not transfer before this? I mean, what's what would your plan be? Ride it out? You're not going to see any minutes? No, you're not. You're Okay. A lot of people are selfish. A lot of people are competitive. Do you want to be the SEC Player of the Year in 2017? Get your job taken away from you at halftime in the national championship game when you're down by 13? Win the national championship game. Expect to get your job back to start the season and to not have your job back and to know you're not going to get your job back in the summer and just sit there on the bench and play once in a while and, and just kind of while your team is just pumping these teams. Yeah, he needs to transfer out if he has any plan of playing past the collegiate level. I mean, if he stays with Alabama, I don't see anyone picking him up for any sort of starting gig. Um I mean, he's got to show he's of some sort of value, and he's not going to do that with Alabama. Um, like I said, if he wants a career outside of the NCAA uh, football realm, then he's he's got to get the hell out of Tuscaloosa. He, he has to. It's it's a joke. Um, wherever he'll land next year, obviously won't win a ring, so I can see why he's wanting to stay there. But I don't know about that. But how about let's let's touch on UCLA here. They lost Rosen. They brought in Chip Kelly. This so-called West Coast styled offensive guru. He's 0-3. US UCLA's 0-3 for the first time in, I don't know, 48 years. His career in the NFL, 28 and 36. And in college, he's 46 and 10. Make that 46 and 13 now. Uh what's going on at UCLA? Is is it not is it because he doesn't have his recruits? Is it yeah, you can say that. Uh, you can say, again, he doesn't have his guys there. But, I mean, he, I mean, he had no success in the NFL. He got the boot from that position. Um, I th- realistically, it comes down to him going back to Oregon. That was his bread and his butter. Um, Caleb Herbert, sick quarterback. Yeah, I mean, give him a year, give him two, three years to get his weapons in there and do some recruiting. Um but, I mean, an 0-3 start is tough when you're trying to – I mean, UCLA hasn't been a, an NCAA powerhouse in a while. Since the, um, since the John Wooden era. Yeah, no shit, right? Um, so, yeah, that's going to be even – I mean, yes, the name itself, Chip Kelly, is a, is a recruiting tool. But what else is your draw to UCLA when you're going dash three to start the year? You think he – do you think he tries to bring back when he was in Philly? Do you think he tries to bring back Nick Foles to UCLA with Wentz <laughs> coming back this week? Does Foles go play college? I mean, we saw Josh Allen do it uh, and go back to Wyoming. And they won so, this past week. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, we might see that. Doubtful, but Chip, buddy, time's ticking. Last clock is ticking. Last college thing I want to touch on quickly. Two things actually. Uh, all this whole podcast, Coach of the Year. Paul Chris in Wisconsin, tough loss for him, but he could still get the award. They win the Big Ten Championship, whatever. BYU is kind of hot right now, but we were fucking dead wrong on that so far. Uh, but I just want to shout out Colgate University, head coach Dan Hunt. Uh, they had a scheduled game in South Carolina against Furman. Uh, they decided not to play there due to all the hurricane. They gave up their their whole room, all their rooms that, that were already paid for. They gave them up and just paid for them everything, gave them to people in need. Uh, and all the food that they had paid for the trip, Chick-fil-A on the plane after, uh, 
foods at the hotel, whatever, just gave it to everybody for the hurricane, uh, Hurricane Florence, that is. And shout out to them for that. But Jake, let's get into our locked bets. I'm hot. Of the week. Stay hot. Stay hot. Uh, you were 2-0 week one, 1-1 one one last week. You had, you took the over, which I, I it's hard to do over-unders, but you took the over. Life's too short to bet the under. You took the over right. of the Saints-Browns game, and, and it was far below, very under. And then you also took the uh, the Chargers to cover their 7.5 spread at Buffalo, and you did. Me, on the other hand, I sit at 0-4. Uh, wow, this is this got to turn around. I took the San Francisco 49ers to cover a six-point spread that they were up by 17 in the fourth quarter and decided to sit back. They won by three, did not cover. And then I picked the Panthers plus six on the road in Atlanta, and they lost by seven. So, so baby steps, yeah. we're getting there. So I am 0-4. Jake is 3-1. and one. Uh, So I won't be able to catch him this week, but I'll be able to, to stay on his heels here if I get hot. Oh, yeah, we're going to stick with the NFL, obviously. Uh, and I'm going to go first this week because you had the, the tap-in gimme with the Chargers last week. <laughs> Uh, so this week for my first locked bet of the week, uh, I am going to take the Los Angeles Chargers plus seven at the Los Angeles Rams. I know this is a tough bet to make. I think seven is a pretty reasonable spread for them to cover. The Rams are the highest scoring offense in the NFL right now. Nothing looks like is going to stop them, but the Chargers have a good defense. Uh, I can see them, you know, pumping it up for this game. Everybody wants to beat the Rams and I'm going to take them plus seven. I think Phillip rivers and that offense gets back on track. All right, Evan, uh, decent to average pick there. Um, shocked. You didn't take them cause they're your team, but I'm taking the New York football giants. Um, I'm going to take them, man. I'm going to steal one from right under you. They are the underdog at plus two twenty. This is going to be a pick them for me. Um, on the road in Houston, uh, noon game Sunday, Houston, not the start we thought we were going to get. Eli Manning has got to fucking come out and prove that he has some sort of value left in his overstayed welcome of a career. Um, he's got the weapons to do it, obviously. Uh, is it time or are we going to see Saquon Barkley play quarterback? I don't know, but I'm taking plus 220, the New York football giants on the road against Houston. Um, I just think that uh, obviously it's a, it's a six-point um, differential there. Um, but I'm going to take a pick them here with the Giants over the Texans. Okay, I like that a lot. Some other intriguing games that I really want to take. But for me personally, I am going to take the Miami Dolphins minus three. Oakland Raiders 0-2, can't seem to get any pressure. They're flying all the way across the coast to Miami for a noon start. I don't know if they're able to adjust to the time zone. Uh, so I'm going to take the Dolphins to cover at minus three. Okay. And then to wrap it up, I'm going to keep making money this year off of the Buffalo Bills. They are the worst team in football. We'll get into their um, issue with, with everyone knows what happened this last weekend um, there. But I'm going to take the Vikings. They're the biggest favorite in franchise history at minus 17. They're going to blow the Bills out at home. Dan Bailey, the new kicker in the system, um, but, but behind a hot Kirk Cousins, uh, three touchdowns with a, a statement drive against the Packers at Lambeau, torn away from them. 
um, off a bad foot from Daniel Carlson. But like we said, old controversy over the penalty. But minus 17 Vikings against the Bills. It's going to be a 20-plus point victory for the Vikes at U.S. Bank Stadium. Put me down winning some more money this week. I'm going to improve to 5-1. and one. Okay. Quick, quick, quick touch on that. Do you think if Nathan pick six Peterman plays and starts for the Vikings in this game that they still cover? I, I think they do. I think the Vikings are so well-rounded that defense can make up for a lot. I think Nathan Peterman is can be put into the Vikings offense and he can throw at three picks and we're still going to win. I was going to say, is there an over-under? Is, is there a prop bet here on how many picks this guy's going to throw? I mean, this defense is... Well, Josh Allen, Josh Allen is starting. But oh, if, sorry. But if, yeah, but if sorry. we put Peterman in... If we put Peterman in, I think he can outduel. Sorry, Josh Allen is not starting. Uh, Josh Allen is starting for Wyoming. Uh, yeah. yeah. So me. who the hell is their third? Oh, Terod Taylor. Terod Taylor is starting for the Bills. <laughs> um, but I think Peterman could go toe to toe with him and, and even cover uh, for the Vikes. It, it'll be an interesting one. I might just book a tea time in golf because I have no interest <laughs> in watching that Sunday. You don't like massacres? Um. I... Yeah, uh, Vikings are going to have their way with it. Next question. Uh, but let's move into our dump and chase of the week, our bread and butter on this podcast. Keep it rolling with the Buffalo Bills. Everyone saw it this weekend. The first time this has ever happened, a guy by the name of Vontae Davis decides, I'm done with this. It wasn't even this this team. It, he's not going to say it, but it was. Besides, I'm hanging up the cleats. I'm retiring. Didn't told the coaches he wasn't feeling like himself. Evan, he took off and quit on the team at halftime. Yeah, trailing 28-6 at home with Bills Mafia in in attendance. Uh, not only did he get burned on their first touchdown, uh, he kind of had a had a heart to heart with himself in the locker room. Uh, I don't know if he went in the bathroom and took his pants off and did it, but he he basically <laughs> said. You know, I've I've come to terms. I I just not the same player I used to be. I think it obviously helps when you're on a fucking laughable franchise and mm-hmm. a team that is getting their doors blown off them. Uh, but yeah, he just, I guess I guess he told some low end coach that hey, I'm calling it quits. Took all, all of his shit up, took his shit off, left the stadium. Uh, the team found out after they went out for halftime. Where's Bonte? Where's Bonte? I don't know if they had ten men on the field. They could have put 13 and would have helped. Uh, but, yeah, Devontae Davis just decided to get up and retire. I've never seen it. Have you ever seen anyone retire? Never. Other than in tennis, have you ever seen anyone retire mid-game? <laughs> never have seen it. Uh, the guy's definitely made a name for himself for the wrong reasons. Tweets have resurfaced on the Twitter platform. Uh, he was all about, you know, don't be a quitter. Quitters never win. Like, Big, big voice for the anti-quit mentality, and the guy packs his shit and bails on his team. What's that? What's, oh. that, what's that say? Social media. Social whatever you medias. tweet, you whatever you tweet will haunt you. Um, shit. Uh, who knows what's in social media? Anyways, who knows what you tweeted when you were eight? Who knows what you tweeted when you were sixteen? Uh, I mean, AB is still tweeting like he's four. It's just unbelievable. But we are dumping and we're chasing on Vontae Davis. Uh, I don't know how you can't just say halftime, hey, take me out of the game. Fake I'm not injury. feeling right. Limp off the field. Stay on the roster. Say Just stay on the roster and you're going to make a couple mil, uh, signing bonus, whatever. You're telling me that instead of playing for the Bills, which, yeah, that's a punishment in itself, 
you're telling me you're not even just going to sit it out and make a few mil just 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 to to have one last ride be in the NFL for another year. You're just going to walk out on your team at halftime. I mean, these guys put blood, sweat, tears. They try to feed their families, and you're just going to quit on them like that. We are dumping, and we are chasing on Vontae Davis. That is an embarrassment to football, and it's an embarrassment to yourself. Have a little more self-respect for yourself. Uh, but that does it for us here at the Dump and Chase podcast. Tune in next week where we give you another unbelievable rundown of the NFL, college football, tour championship, you name it. This podcast has got it. So you're out. Peace. I'm left there with my thoughts And the image of you being with someone else Well, it's eating me up inside But we ran our course We pretended we're okay Now if we jump together At least we can swim far away from the wreck we made Then only for a minute I want to change my mind Cause this just don't feel right